Well, hey, uh, today, as you're, if you're joining us, you're listening to the Leadership Fort Dodge podcast. And uh, what, what we know, we just want to reiterate, is uh, something that Craig Rochelle says, when the leader gets better, everybody gets better. And uh, we know that what, at whatever level you lead and whatever ministry you lead, and we know that this, this is what we believe about you. We, we believe that you want to get better. We believe that you want to uh, improve your leadership qualities. We, want, uh, we believe that you want to be um, uh, more emotionally healthy. We know that you want to be more spiritually healthy. And so we're excited to be on this journey with you and joining you today. Uh, I've got Brittany and Gina with me in this podcast, and we're going to be talking about, we're going to continue a little bit of a conversation from a video I recorded, uh, a vlog, I like to use that word, it makes me sound like I'm important, um, but the, the vlog that I recorded last week uh, about uh, just that simple line, hey, I, d- I didn't sign up for this. And we want to talk about, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask them to share some stories just from their own journey uh, about moments where they were they were saying that, they were feeling it, they were walking through a season where they would say, hey, I didn't sign up for this, and so... Uh, they're going to share those stories, and we're going to give you uh, just a sneak peek, and then we're going to talk about, hey, how do, how do we, uh, as, as we're in these seasons, uh, in real time, how, how did how did they endure, how did they overcome it, and maybe give you a little bit of a glimpse into uh, how, how you can, and the next time, the, the next, I, I didn't sign up for this season, um, uh, crosses the path of, of your leadership. So, uh, so Brittany and Gina have been quiet sitting right here. It's like, I don't know if they're <laughs> waiting for me to stop talking, but um, thanks for joining me. I know uh, both of what you're going to share. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking about, uh, I didn't sign up for this. So it's not like mm-hmm. you're telling me about the greatest thing that ever happened in your life. Um, and both of you are going to share about two things that were both really hard uh, in your life. And so uh, as we start off here, thank you. Because uh, I know just even getting to the chair that you're in right now, uh, to be vulnerable enough to share this is uh, that that was a huge step. And then to share your story and talk about it uh, is just as uh, is just as vulnerable. And it's gonna um, cause you to rehash uh, that moment. So, yeah. uh, so thank you for doing that. Uh, and I'm sure anybody who's listening would would say the same thing. Um, but hey, I didn't think through who whoever wants to go first. But you, you know, uh, you know what we're here to do. You know what we're here to talk about. Um, you know, so we're 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 gonna let you uh, share a season or a story in your life when you would say, "Hey, I didn't I didn't sign up for this." So yeah, yeah. I can. Okay. Um, so I am Brittany, and I'm the campus coordinator here at PLC Fort Dodge. And so for me, some of my struggles started right when I was getting hired and in the interview process. So. Um, The day that I was supposed to have my interview um, is actually the day that my grandpa died. Mm -hmm. And so, and he was probably the closest relative that I've I've lost. He was really close to me. And instantly it starts to make me have doubts of questions like, is this what God wants me to do? Is this Mm -hmm. a sign? Um, So instantly the struggle started. um, And then two months later, we also had a family loss where my sister lost her baby. And that was just devastating. And so on top of these grieving times, we also had me transitioning to working after being a stay-at-home mom for years. And the transition that I thought might take a couple weeks was not a couple weeks. It was really hard. It was way harder than I um, had predicted that it would be of transitioning from being home and being able to do all the tasks and have a rhythm to then changing and completely mixing up that rhythm for our family. So that was challenging. Brittany, what was the timeline on that uh, so that everybody can kind of have a clearer picture? When, uh, how long have you been on staff? And then yeah. uh, how long were you a stay-at-home mom? I mean, that, some of that yeah. just puts us into context. So I was home for around eight years. Yeah. Um, and then th- I've been on staff for about 18 months, I believe, yeah. now. Yeah. So 
And I would be lying if I said I would just have it nailed down even now. Sure. It's definitely been a transition, but um, so, through I God's mean, help, it's gotten you, easier. You had the stay-at-home mom job for eight years. Yeah, yep. Uh, you're entering in an interview process for a job close to two years ago, and uh, two deaths all around the same time, and you've got this, just this uh, transitional moment happening where everything that you've known for eight years, everything you've been able to do for eight years is going on. Yeah, that's, that's not that's not all of it. <laughs> yes. And then um, unlike anywhere else I had worked prior to staying home was just a business that was for profit. Their goal is to provide good customer service and make money. But being hired on as a church is so different. There's mm-hmm. eternal matters at hand. And um, I underestimated the weight that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And with my job, a lot of the care needs and things that are happening go through my desk. And so that burden of carrying um for other people that learning to how to, re- to release that burden was really hard. It really took a toll on me and um, was just something that I had to work work through on how can I handle yeah. th- these heavy, heavy things that I'm hearing or yeah. heavy struggles that other people are having in our congregation. Yeah, Gina, I mean, you, uh, you joined, you jumped into ministry too. This isn't what you're sharing about, but how much, right. how much can you relate to what Brittany's talking about coming on staff at a church and experiencing some of that weight of just, learning more, hearing more, and caring more. Yeah, you definitely have the uh, mindset coming into it of like the mountain, Mm. you know, top Mm -hmm. experiences where everyone is joyfully um, praising Jesus and working through that. But then there's also the valleys that you get to walk through with others in that. And so then you you don't have that full anticipation of what it is because I I believe that God protects us in that Mm -hmm. because otherwise we probably wouldn't have taken that step forward to saying yes had we known um, some of those um, uncomfortable uh, parts of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely something that um, is different than mm-hmm. any other experience before, but also there are layers to it that make it even more sweet yep. to yeah. be able to come yeah. and, and see for, how he can provide through it. Yeah, and for such a time as this, like that's mm-hmm. something I kept thinking, like God called me to be here in this mm-hmm. moment, in this se- season, in this time of my life. Yeah. Um, for such a time as this. So. Yeah. Yeah. But there's definitely that phrase of, I didn't sign up for yes. this part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, Often. I mean, there's just, there's so much because, I mean, we, we start to, we only see so much as peers and as mm-hmm. uh, the community, but then on staff, you start to hear more of those requests and you start to hear more of the pain and just what people are walking through mm-hmm. and enduring. And, and that's just hard. Um, and then to have that all while you're enduring loss uh, and an adjustment, you know, it's just, and it just becomes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, we just didn't tell either one of you how that is. Um, it's usually somebody. No, I'm just kidding. I, I thought since you, we had already convinced you that you'd work with me uh, and be okay with that, um, that, that we'd leave that off the table. But uh, laying, laying all jokes aside, I mean, that it, it is. Um, and it's, an, it's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that we didn't care before, but I think mm-hmm. we're just, yeah. uh, there's more that we learn. You know, there's more that we hear about. And uh, it's just one of those um uh, bags we put on our shoulders and we start to carry around just uh, the emotional weight of being in uh, vocational ministry. Yeah. Um, Gina, uh, you have been on staff now for a little over two years. Um, you guys both started not too far apart from each other. Somehow we suckered both of you in around the same time. Um, 
And, uh, you, I mean, you've been around, both of you have been around Prairie Lakes about the same time as well, but uh, your, your story is a little different on uh, what you're going to share with us today. So would you unpack uh, your I didn't sign up for this moment? Yeah, so my I didn't sign up for this moment is um, never anticipating that I would lose my mom mm-hmm. when I was 42 years old or that she wouldn't be able to see our boys graduate, mm-hmm. that she would pass away at 67 is one of those things that you just never anticipate or think that you want to be signed up for that. Um, and then also just helping navigate our family through that loss and Mm. that grief while our boys were in their senior year of high school. Um, and then helping my dad through that transition and being that care and support for them. Yeah. So unpack that a little bit because I mean, just again, like the context of this. So this was just in the last year, right? You got your boys that are in, in that last year graduating high school you're a year into ministry, uh, a growing ministry. So, I mean, it's it's stressing and stretching you all at the same time. Um, and life's doing that, too, because you're entering into a new season with your boys getting ready to graduate. Um, twin boys, so you're going to see both of them transition out of the house at the same time, and you lose your mom. Uh, so, I mean, this is all pretty recent uh, for mm-hmm. us. Um Sorry, I just wanted to put that into context. No, yeah, I was going to ask good. you all that, and then I just said it. Yeah, so. no, that's good. Um, and, and just with the realization, if, if you weren't aware that my mom did have cancer, so it wasn't an unexpected death by any means. Yeah. Um, so then there was more, um, like, of knowing it's coming yeah. um, and that anticipation, but then also just the the care needs leading up to that point, too, mm-hmm. um, as, you know, as we kind of navigated that, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for you, I mean, uh, you, you, your entire family, I mean, your mom, your mom was a believer, your family's a believer. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you had that hope, but that doesn't take away the pain. Right. You know? Yep. Um, and I like how you said, uh, just the, you, you didn't anticipate in your forties losing your mom in her sixties. Um, you know, I mean, we all know death is coming, but we want it to, we want it to wait longer. Right. right. Um, and, and so having that reality, but then also having that reality in still a new ministry, uh, in a season where it's it's uh, it should be in, uh, joyful and it's new, you know, the boys transitioning out, but still it's one of those like a season of new, and you have this happen. Um, as uh, as as both of you, um, you know, walk through those seasons, one of the things that I want to unpack, have you unpack, is like how how you did that. Yeah. Um, uh, but before we jump mm-hmm. into that, I'm just thinking of this uh, in in real time, Gina. Uh, some of that journey when you when you just said um, you know, th- this this was a diagnosis it, it wasn't mm. something that was a surprise like that that season of I didn't sign up for this started it, it right. didn't start uh, when your mom died it started when you got that diagnosis mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit because that that means that season lasted a lot longer yeah, than some of right. these seasons will endure yeah um so there are blessings to that as mm-hmm. well like I could establish a support system prior to to that, um, which would be one of the things that I would say to get through any, I can't, I didn't sign up for this season is to have that established support system that looks like a lot of different things for different people. Um, but just like the close friends, mentors who have traveled that journey or a similar journey that have gone ahead along that. Um, so that looked like somebody that had already lost their mom for mm. me. And then also people that had had their kiddos um, graduate and move and empty nest. So those two different layers of what sure. I was experiencing um, was super helpful. So and in then, a season where for some people, like if, if they're listening to this, 
their natural tendency and maybe even yours would have been I'm going to retreat. Right. I'm going to withdraw. Yep. I'm going to pull away. You said, I, I can't do that. And you found uh, community and people who have walked through both of those seasons that you mm-hmm. were walking through at the same time. Um, how how uh, vulnerable, scary, um, real was that to lean? I mean, you, you knew these people. You had confidence in right. them. But still, like, that meant you were going to have to talk about things. So unpack yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah. It was it was something that I feel like God just um, put inside of me the thought and the idea, um, and and it was something I just knew I had to do. Mm-hmm. I knew um, I had other people counting on me sure. um, within my family, and then within my team, and my and you know just yeah. the children's ministry, and then our staff team. Like so, it was something that you know you just have to. Um, you just have to do yeah. if, if you have that mission-focused mindset. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Brittany, as you watched some of that, yeah, I mean, as as a team member, um, what what did you what did you see happening that you would just, I I, I guess honestly just celebrate about yeah. what you witnessed, Gina, as she endured that season. Well, the way she handled it was amazing, <laughs> and the it's not easy. Like I could see on on your face, there are times that it was hard. But the way that you still led, you still push forward. Mm. It was super encouraging to me. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And like when we're when we're weak is when he is strong. And yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw that a lot in you. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I would say. I mean, it's just one of those neat things that uh, I, I don't I don't know if in the moment when we're in that season of I didn't sign up for this, we recognize that the the crowd of witnesses that is mm. around us you know i mean we, we can talk about it when we're not in those seasons you know mm-hmm. people are watching you know we'll say things like that but i think we're in, when we're in the thick of it it's it's uh it's easy to dismiss the witness that we have in those situations uh and just the radiance that we can have mm-hmm. as christ works out in us and we get through those seasons and we can look back and go holy smokes how in the world did i survive that and endure um and yet, you know, we say things like it was a community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in there. What what else would you add, Gina, of just as you were going through that season, anything uh, anything else that you would just say that helped you make it through or steps that you took? Yeah, I kind of alluded to the, like, having the, the mission-minded focus of mm-hmm. just knowing the bigger picture. As mm-hmm. you said, that my mom was a believer, so I knew I had that hope of seeing her again. I knew yeah. she would be in a much better place um, after she passed. Like, mm-hmm. she was getting to to see her Jesus, our Jesus first. Mm. And so I thought that was um, a special thing for her since she had endured so much. Um, Yeah. uh, So just that bigger picture and that the boys, like as much as I'd want them to stay home with me, like Mm. that's not healthy. (laughs) I know they have to leave sometime. (laughs) So like just the bigger picture of it's a, it's a healthy thing um, to do. Um, And then just like allowing myself the grace um, to be human and to mm. be transparent and to know it was going to be messy and that things yeah. weren't going to go um, smooth. But then that's where, um, like, just through the prayer and just leaning into God and then that community um, of the support system that was created yeah. was vital. How, how hard was that uh, for you to be okay with uh, being able to be human. I mean, you've got people that are following you. I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're a ministry coordinator. You've got team leaders, you've got sons, you've got a husband. I mean, you've got this community around you that, uh, 
we, we know. I mean, they're, they're you're responsible for in some way, shape, or form. So, how, you know, sometimes we put on that superhuman uh, mentality. So, how, <laughs> you're such a natural yeah. caregiver. <laughs> oh, and yeah, like. for you, for you, I, I don't know very many people that compete with your empathy. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so talk about that a little bit, and then we'll then we'll get to Brittany here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was one of those surrender moments. Mm. Uh, well, many along the way because it doesn't just happen. Yeah. That was the other thing I was just going to state that it's a journey and that there's going to be times where um, you might feel like you're doing it better than other times mm. and um, grace for that as well. But yeah. just that journey of just surrendering it um, to him. And I know that sounds cliche, but it actually is because you get to the point where you can't do it anymore mm. and you can't care for everybody the way you want to, because you know that you need to be cared for too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of allowing that. I'm which, not sure if that answered a, your question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a great, it's, it's one of the best qualities of a leader to recognize that we aren't superhuman, yeah. that we, we too need our buckets filled. We too need cared for. Um, we too need community. We don't need to be the community for other people all the time. Uh, but that, that's um, sometimes that's one of the hardest lessons to apply, um, you know, and uh, to 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 have those moments when we can have that uh, that reality of I, I just I can't keep going the way that I'm going uh, and pretend that I'm always OK. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the the moments where that's the most real is in the I didn't sign up for these moments. Um, yeah. Brittany, what, what would you add? How did how did you make it through that season? Brand new into ministry. Yeah. <laughs> you have all those things piling up at the same time, and it didn't stop because then the care needs at your campus just started to come across yep. your desk. How, how did you endure that? Uh, well, as I, as I was thinking about the last 18 months, like I don't see easy, but I do mm. see growth, and I feel mm. like I've grown a lot. Mm. And it just made me think about how in hard times, like that is when God sanctifies us and, mm. and death is needed in that process. Like Christ's death is what gives us life. Mm. And a while back, I listened to a podcast that had really helped me through this and it talked about an example of a grapevine and how they have, this person had bought in a house that had a grapevine and the owners had said, this grapevine that produces tons of grapes, it's really vibrant, and they were looking forward to that. And after three years of owning it and they had no grapes, Mm. they decided, okay, let's research. Like, what are we doing wrong here? And a grapevine actually has to basically be dying, like fighting for its life before it produces fruit. So you Mm -hmm. have to completely scrub it down and get it down, and then it will produce fruit. And so it just, that was such a good analogy and something that has stuck with me that like for us to grow and for us to have fruit in our lives, it's not going to be easy and it's mm. going to take some pruning, but that it will happen. And that as, as we take steps that God is asking us to do, as we take steps of obedience, yeah. that it's not easy, but it will sh- provide growth in our life and prepare us for what he has for us next or for us in that day, in that moment. So yeah. that's something that's been huge is like looking at it as a sanctification process and that... Um, yeah, and that it's not meaningless. Like our our struggles are not meaningless. There's glory in it all. And how yeah. what a gift that is. Like yeah. if our struggles were meaningless, that would be so hard. But God didn't allow that. He helps us to grow and helps us to lean on him like we've mm-hmm. never had to before when we're struggling. Yeah, yeah. And I think kind of like when you were talking about that, I thought of like just allowing ourselves to be in it, to be yeah. in the moments and to be present in mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and not to try to run from it or avoid it or act yeah. like it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because first of all, it, 
It's going to happen. It's going to continue. But if we allow it and we allow ourselves, um, God will grow us through it. Yeah, Yeah. that's huge. So we've got, uh, I I love the connection here. I mean, Gina, one of the things you said was, uh, you know, uh, keeping our eyes on the mission. Uh, And Brittany, you're talking about that sanctification process and just the the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Um, I'm I'm guessing, uh, I mean, this is really going to put you on the spot, (laughs) but I'm guessing that those weren't probably the very first thoughts that you had as poo hit the fan. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just giving the listeners grace in that, because it sounds like, you know, on this side, as you're unpacking oh, right. those stories, yeah. it sounds like, well, man, yeah, I, I can't complain about this because, you know, look at what these two did. But so so talk about that a little bit, like w- where in that journey or and, and maybe you don't have the exact black and white timeline, mm-hmm. but where in that journey did that start to hit you of just like, Man, uh, I mean, my eyes need to be on my walk with Christ. My mm-hmm. my eyes need to be on uh, the, the the mission that He has before me. My eyes need to be on the opportunities that are in front of me with my family and the people I'm caring for and things. Yeah. When did all that kind of start to shift for you? Do you have? Can you unpack that a little bit? That might help the for listeners me, be able to see it. It's been such a journey that I don't know if I could say like this one mm. this one moment, but just being open to the Spirit and being led by the Spirit of like when I am feeling convicted to do something about it or to reach out and talk to somebody about it or sure. seek counsel and, or spend time in prayer. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, it's been a slow, gradual thing. Um, and just, I, but I have noticed that my mindset has changed. Like circumstances haven't changed. In fact, yeah. they're really hard right now with yeah. COVID and yeah. everything that's going on. So it's not easier, but my mindset has changed to make it to where I can, I can put my, like have that mission mindset, like Gina said, and yeah. have a heavenly yeah. A heavenly mindset. Yeah. What about you, Gina? And I think, like you stated before, like the grief process started early and mm-hmm. the whole I didn't sign up for this started earlier. So it was it spanned a, a longer time, a, a period of time than. Um, th- so I don't I don't really feel like I have have a mm. certain turning point either. Um, but it was just the the reminders from my team. Um, I saw professional counseling to to, to navigate grief and those mentors and then just my team itself of like they were encouraging and reminding me that you know god god this is happening because death happens Mm -hmm. right and and transitions happen and milestones happen and but he's also equipped me for it Mm. for this time like i'm able to and capable of navigating this because he's equipped me for it um whether i realize it or not so like just searching deeper for how he's done that um so there, there really wasn't a big turning point that I could really remember. Sure. It was kind of like over, yeah, the constant. Well, I just as, as I'm hearing both, and I, you know, obviously I knew both these stories, but as, as I'm hearing you guys share that, I think uh, just one thing to magnify for everybody who's listening to this is, um, I, I, I think as followers of Jesus, uh, there, there's so many of those times that we can't pinpoint when it mm-hmm. happened. Uh, and I think there's some of that, Brittany, you alluded to this a little bit, but I think that's like being in step with the spirit mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe even in the moments where we're not in step, but we're just surrendered, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I can't even walk right now, or I don't want to go in the direction that you're going in, but you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to lay here yeah. and let you, you know, we're, if, if we're kind of child, like throwing a fit, you know, I trust you, but I'm not moving. Right. Um, and choosing to take a step forward, like choosing yeah. to attend church regularly and like listen to the sermons where you can be convicted or choosing yeah. to be in a small group or, or having wise people that you are in a yeah. you know, relationship with. Like even when you want to just stay Stop. home and do nothing. Yeah. Cause we're all 
I'm tempted to do that yeah. at least often. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep, me too. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just pretty neat. I think you guys both alluded to just that, that working the Holy Spirit. I mean, like not being able to say this is exactly when it happened. I mean, it's just a process that right. he worked out and is still working out. Yeah. You know? Oh, yes. Until you know? we're in heaven, it's not done. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, I mean, th- this is this is just a fragment of, of your life, and th- these are recent moments and mm-hmm. bigger moments, uh, but this these weren't the first. I didn't sign up for these, mm-hmm. this moment, yeah. and this this won't be the last. Yeah. Uh, like, what last 10% would, would, would you want to share uh, with, with those that are listening? Um, as you just know, I mean, you unpacked something that was uh, two, two deep moments in your, in your, uh, two deep seasons in your stories, but what else would you want them to know? Uh, just in recognizing, especially, I guess I would say this in recognizing that this isn't the last time it's not like, okay, yeah. yep. I checked off. I I've had the final, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this moment. Um, what do you, what do you want them to know before we sign off here? You want me to, <laughs> you can, if you um, have would, something, you can go first. Yeah. I would say reminder Romans eight is a good place to go back to, but that when we are really struggling and we don't know what to do or what to say, like the spirit prays for us on mm. our behalf. Like we, right. it's yep. okay to not know what to say and it's okay to not be okay. Mm. And that's been something huge for me just in my Christian walk of it, sometimes we just don't know we're hurt. We're hurting. We're confused. We don't yeah. know what to say. And God, the spirit prays for us on our behalf. Mm-hmm. We can just be, yeah. and that is okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I think, um, so Like, as you said, this wasn't our first, I didn't sign up for this moment, uh, season (laughs) in our lives. And I think being through some of those previously, it strengthens you Mm -hmm. to be able to know and get through the next, Mm -hmm. the next time it comes because it will come. Right. And so just, you know, embracing that, um, embracing, knowing that God's got you and that he's brought you through things before and that he's faithful and he'll bring, bring it to you bring you through it as well um and that each journey is unique and that was something that I really had to keep reminding myself that I fall into the comparison trap an awful Mm -hmm. lot and that Mm -hmm. my journey is unique to me but I can still learn from other people I can still like lean into them and gain wisdom but also knowing that like my thoughts and my feelings and what I'm experiencing through my grief and transition Mm -hmm. is unique to me and that you know he's the only one that that yeah. can fully understand that. Yeah, that's that's good. good. That's really good. Well, hey, thanks uh, to both of you for sharing. Yeah. Um, and re- I mean, really, I, I can't <laughs> imagine anticipating this conversation uh, and, and just really even just entrusting me with whatever questions I was going to yeah. ask you and being vulnerable. <laughs> um, but also, I just would say in front of everybody, I mean, the, the growth that you guys talk about is visible. Uh, just the the surrender that you've given to the Holy Spirit to to work in and through you uh, is visible. Um, and I would just say this back to the listeners. I think Gina, you, you said it well. Like uh, you know, our our, our story. I'm, I'm going to put it in my own words, but our our story is ours. It doesn't. It's not going to look exactly the same way as somebody else's, and vice versa. Uh, but right, there, right. there's still so much that we can learn from one another and help one another on. Yep. Uh, and so uh, my, my last 10%, um, it, uh, just to um, kind of wrap up here, is do, do what, these, uh, what these two leaders uh, uh, and, and friends of yours just shared. Uh, I mean, l- lean in. Uh, let the mission and, and your relationship with Christ be uh, where your eyes are focused. But remember that you're human. <laughs> you're yeah. not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you need Jesus just as much as anybody else. You need community just as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, the, the cool part is the more that uh, y- you surrender in that way and allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through you, 
the time it comes to sit in the seats where these two are at and, and be willing to share your story is going to be, it's going to be life transformation for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're probably not going to think that way. I don't think any of us do when we're in, mm-hmm. in the thick and thin of these, I didn't sign up for these moments. Uh, but that's the power of the Holy Spirit working out. It's that sanctification process. Uh, and, and really at the end of the day, even through some of the most hurtful, painful, exhausting experiences, mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to talk about them later, somewhere inside of us, there's a different sense of there's 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 joy, there's yeah. peace mm-hmm. that wasn't there yep. before, uh, there's opportunities that weren't there before, and, and and that's those are gifts of the Holy Spirit. So. Uh, we want to we leave you with that. Uh, again, we thank you for listening. Thanks for investing in your leadership. We love you guys, and we look forward to talking to you soon.